everybody, I'm Faith, and I have Down syndrome. But our podcast is not really about that exactly. And I'm Andrea. I'm friends with Faith. Our podcast is about conversations and connections. It's about how we are the same and how we are different. For each episode, Faith and I interview a different guest. Some of our guests experience intellectual and developmental disabilities, also known as IDD, and some don't. We talk about friendship, family, adulthood, and, when it comes up, disability. Our podcast is called Everybody In because we are so interested in everybody. So let's get started. Hey everyone, I'm Andrea Moore, one of your hosts for Everybody In, a podcast conceived and produced by The Wayfaring Band. And I believe it was Khalil Gibran that said, doubt is a pain too lonely to know that Faith (laughs) is his twin brother, or in this case, sister. (laughs) Here she is sitting right next to me. Hello. Hello. Um, I am Faith Vidrine. I am Andrea's co-host. So thank you, everybody, for joining in. Yes, thank you so much for being here. We are delighted and having a really good day and excited for our guest. Who is our guest today in the studio, Faith? Mr. Sean Hudson. Yes, Sean Hudson, the amazing and talented. um, We're really excited that he's here. Yes, who is wearing the Hawaiian shirt, by the way. He is wearing the most incredible, like, aqua... Uh, underwater Great Barrier Reef incredible shirt today. Um, you'll have to take our word for it. I mean, but it is really, and it's it's really especially special because of his amazing red hair. So yeah, it's we're we're feeling very bright and oceany in in the booth. Right. So uh, should I share a little bit about the format? Um, yes, please do. Okay, so basically today is our dream day, and all of you should be thrilled because. If I could choose the best way to spend an afternoon, it would probably be sitting in a booth getting to know Sean better because he is such an interesting person. So I'm basically just going to hit him with all of the questions. Right, Faith? Right. I'm going to ask my usual ones about friendship and family and, uh, you know, if he could be any animal, what animal would he want to be, et cetera, et cetera. But then we'll probably do lots of spinoffs and just try to get a better sense of who Sean is. Um what he's up to, what his passions and interests are, how his brain works, and what whatever else he wants to talk about. Um, you just jump in whenever, right, Faith? Right. Okay. Keep me on track? Yes. But not too on track. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. You ready? Bring it. Let's go. Welcome, my friend, the one, the only, Sean Hodson. Hi, Hi, Sean. Hi. How's it doing? Doing great, bud. How are you? Amazing. Amazing. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Sean, like how old you are, uh, you know, any recent updates, stuff like that. Okay. My name is Sean Hudson. I am 23 years old. I'm, I live in Lowry mostly, and I have a mom and dad who are lawyers, although divorced, and I'm blessed. I have a sister who is Two years older than me, her name's Lizzie, and I am diagnosed with a lot of stuff, too many to count. I I have a home in Vail and in Belize, so that I can spend time and have vacation and stuff. And nice. when I was 
Anyone is welcome to come if they want. Oh, that's generous of you. Thank you. I bet there's a lot of listeners right now who are willing to <laughs> interested in signing up for that. But that's super nice of you. You are known for being very generous and awesome, Sean. Thanks. So thanks. Thanks. Um, that's a good start, actually. Let's let's ask some questions, and then I have a feeling we're going to get into some of the other stuff about your life. Sound good? Okay. All right. So the first question I have for you, Sean, is, and this is a question that Faith and I always ask, but we would like to know who is your best friend, and why is that person special? I have three actually. Okay. First is Laura Herbert. She is good. She has good tasting music, like like I do. Nice. Second one is Emma Zoffer. She is awesome and. Has good taste in superheroes and other stuff. Uh huh. And my third best friend is Colin Wilson, who is also a member of the Wayfarer Band, and he and I get along very well and watch movies together and talk to each other very much. Amazing. So you actually shared a, a lot about why each of them are special. You said having good taste in music, and what did you say about Anne? What makes Anna, Anne special? Anna Mazoffer. Anna. Uh huh. Good taste of. Movie characters like superheroes and fine characters, all that stuff. Okay, cool. Good taste in superheroes and characters from movies. And then you said, Colin, you like to go and see movies and and hang out. And- you have a lot of person that he has a lot, lot in common with a lot in common with me. A lot of good personalities, like I do. So, is that important? Do you think in a best friend is <clears throat> is having some similar interests in common and things like that? Yes. What makes a good like when you think about being a good friend to somebody else? What are some of the things that you think are important? Hmm. It's between hmm, how they speak, what happen, what they have in common, what taste they have, what makes them awesome and blessed, hmm. and some other stuff as well. Cool. That's interesting. Any questions from you, Faith, about friendship? Um, I just. Couldn't agree more. You think he so, covered it? Yeah. <laughs> Sean, you're pretty good at understanding what makes a good friend. Um, what are some of the activities that you've done with your best friends that are really meaningful to you? I went bowling. I go bowling with Laura and Anna. I just I just have a good time with Laura and her family and Anna was off her and her family. I watch movies. I watch, listen to music. We talk about stuff that we might do in the future and a lot of that jazz. Ooh, all that jazz. Awesome. <laughs> nice. All right, great. Well, thanks, Sean. That's a good start. Um, next question is, if you could be an animal other than a human, what animal would you choose and why? Either, either the butterfly because it's sweet and graceful or the tiger because it's hardcore and strong <laughs> and smart. I'm, I'm laughing because I'm like, it's such a good difference between a butterfly and a tiger. One is like delicate and fragile and like so beautiful. And like you said, what'd you say? Sweet and graceful. Yep. And then the tiger you said is hardcore. Yeah. And smart. <laughs> smart. So good, Sean. Um, and, and so tell me why, you know, I mean, I, I, I think I understand, you know, that both of those, both of those different types of animals are, are important to you. But tell me, like, are there times that you feel more like a butterfly than like a tiger or what's explain the difference to me? Depends. When I'm in kind, sweet mode, I go sweet like a butterfly. But when I get pissed and everything, I go like a tiger and everything. Nice. OK, that makes sense. Do you are both of those those sides of your personality important? Of course, but I better I might. I may be better as a sweet guy because if I 
go hardcore org prone, I might get really, you know, sometimes a little nervous and stuff about what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know if I feel too hardcore, it can make me feel a little bit of anxiety about, you know, just what the what the consequences could be. I understand that. Yeah. <clears throat> I kind of feel the same way, too. Yeah. I mean, because Faith, Faith always says that hers is a lion. Um, I know that that the Leo, right? That's the animal that Faith relates to. And it's interesting because that's also a hardcore a big cat. <laughs> big cats are hardcore. Yeah. Okay. Um, awesome. All right. Uh, Sean, is there anything else that you want to tell us about about that those two animals and, and how you relate to them? Nope, I'm good. Okay, great. <clears throat> well, the third question, Sean, is about disability. And if it's all right with you, I'd love... I know you said when you introduced yourself that... Um, you know, that you have a lot of diagnoses, too many to name, and that's okay. But I want, I'm wondering if you're willing to share with our listeners a little bit about, uh, can you tell us about some of your diagnoses? Or are you able to do that? Okay. I have some OCD, bipolar disorder, if I, when I used to be out of control, and I learned self-control right now, so knowing you worry about that. And I also go in my head too much a little bit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, I sometimes get unfocused and stuff, mm-hmm. and that might be about it for me. What does it feel like when you get unfocused? Sometimes, sometimes I brush it off and say no big deal. Sometimes I have to get really serious when things I like going going for work, going to a birthday party, going to whatever. I have to be really serious and get and get all my stuff done to hurry up. And that allows you to do the things that you want to do if you stay focused? Yes. Okay. Um, And then, Sean, can you tell me a little bit? So you said OCD and then you said bipolar disorder, but that that you've learned self-control. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the tools that work for you to help you feel like you have some self-control? It just takes time for me to recognize to do this, but just stop and think and recognize that violence is not a good idea. Right. And also just just take space and everything. That's good because, I mean, stopping and thinking is definitely helpful, but sometimes it's, for me, it's, sometimes it's not enough, right? Like uh, right. thinking, sometimes if, if my thinking, if my brain feels really full, then trying to think my way out of a problem that is already in my brain being full is hard. <laughs> yeah. So having some sort of an activity, like, so you said taking space. So like physical space, does that mean you spread out, like get away from people or just, what do you do? Yeah. Just walk away okay. and don't talk or go near them. Okay. What are some of the other tools that you use when you need to take space? Like music or do you like yes. squeeze anything? Or... Music, of course. And tell me about that. What What is... What are the, like? What do you do with music? I listen to it. I kind of dance to it. I use it to clear my head a little bit. Okay. Um. So you listen to headphones, right? When you're listening to clear your head. Yes. And what type of music do you have? Certain songs that are your favorites for calming you down. I have a little bit of pop, some country, and and some other slow music and stuff. So it's a real mixture. Yep. Who are some of your favorite artists? I like. Beyonce, hmm, Faith Hill, Leona Lewis, if most of you ever heard of her. 
Oh, yeah. I think some people have heard of Leona Lewis for sure, right? And some passed away legends like Michael Jackson. Nice. And and much U2, like the Irish rock band, and much more. Cool. And Faith, you were smiling. Do you like some of those people too? Well, what he said about Faith Hill. Oh, yeah. Well, another Faith. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I I get you because it's the same name. Same name. Yeah. All right. That's smart. That's what everybody keeps saying. Like, oh, it's Faith Hill. So. All right. We can start calling you Faith Hill. (laughs) Um, Then you get to be married to Tim McGraw. (laughs) Lucky lady. (laughs) Um, So, Sean, let's go back to because you also is it true that you also experience autism? Since. When when I was in Children's Hospital since when in 2010, yes, that's when that's when they started using that word. Is in 2010. Yeah, I didn't know that for most of my for the beginning part of my life till 2010. And how did it feel in 2010 when you heard that? Did that did that make you feel anything or think anything? My head was all foggy and 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 not much free back then, but. After when I get a lot, get the right medication, I started to think more and all that stuff. So when your head was foggy and it was hard for you to think, so you're saying that the medication has helped clear that fog? Yes. And so what does it mean to you in terms of, can, like, can you describe a little bit about what your brain and what it feels like inside your mind sometimes? I don't know if I should say that, though. But I can't say that sometimes having stuff in your head can be good. Sometimes it cannot be good. So yes, it has to be depends what you are and what you think. Okay. Can I ask you, why are you, what are you worried about in terms of saying certain things out loud? I might get mad at someone like, like yell something that you don't mean. Okay. So when I asked you the question about what what does it feel like inside your head, you mean that sometimes the things in your head are not are are mean, are not good, yeah. Okay. And yeah, you don't have to share any of those things if you don't want to, but <clears throat> when so you talked about some of the tools. So when your head does feel like that and you feel those mean things, so that's when you listen to music, take space, those kinds of things. Mhm. And what how does it make you feel knowing that you have tools today that you've gotten really good at that self-control? Are you proud of yourself? Yeah, it took a while for me to figure it out, but since 2010, I didn't know better, but now I'm I'm now knowing stuff more than I imagined. That's cool. And and how do you imagine it will... Do you think it will keep changing? It might. We'll see. And I'm trying to take where the future takes me. Interesting. Is there anything else? Um, you know, one of the things that we talk a lot about when we're thinking about disability, we're really just talking about difference. So, what does it feel like, Sean, to you when you hear the word disability? Does it feel? How do you feel about that label? Sometimes makes me uncomfortable. Sometimes makes me feel what I am. Sometimes it just depends. Yeah. We we all make our own choices in life. Yeah, that's true. Faith, can you relate to what, like, so Sean just said that the word disability as a label, sometimes it feels like him. Sometimes it makes him feel, what did you say, Sean, different? Or like you, sometimes you don't like it. Sometimes it feels true. Yes. Okay. Does that feel true for you, Faith? 
Well, yes, for being. And for me, it's like doing the same thing, giving people some space, um, control. Um, can I can I ask you the question one more time and just see if we get really specific about it, though? So the question well, is... Well, I know he said self-control. Right. But the question right now is about the label, the word disability. And Sean said sometimes when he hears the word disability, it feels like it's true and it's talking about him. And sometimes he doesn't. So I'm asking you if that, if you can relate to that. Well, for my disability, um, yes, I do. You do relate to that, that sometimes that label feels true and sometimes it feels annoying? Yeah. Like when I hear people saying about my disability, you know, I, I don't think that word doesn't bother me. Okay, good. Yeah. So cool. I'm just being who I am. So. Yeah. And I know in our world, a lot of people, some people are bothered by the word and others aren't. Well, sometimes, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sean, do you feel like because of the way that your brain works differently and what it feels like to be you, do you feel like certain things are harder for you? Sometimes, yes. Like what kind of stuff? Sometimes things that sometimes things pop in my head telling me that stuff are not true, which is I really don't agree. And some things that I really need to make sure that I don't want to listen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I, if you're willing, Sean, and I know you don't like to give those types of things power over you and they don't have power over you as long as you have your tools. But are you willing to share with us some of the types of things that pop in your head so that we have a sense of what you're what you deal with? Sure. Some some stuck in my head say, Sean, you have to be nice to someone you like, otherwise bad things will come your way. Which sometimes I don't sometimes might be true, but sometimes I don't care because I'm an adult and have rights to make my own decisions. Like Faye says, I'm just me. Oh, I see. So you're saying the stuff that pops in your head that's not true is that you have to be nice to certain people you don't like. Yeah. Otherwise, bad things might come my way. And you feel like that's not true, that you can be an adult and make my own decisions? Yes. Okay. Well, what are, so let me ask you some of the other things that pop into your head, the things that, um, that you feel like are are telling you to do bad things or or mean things. Are you willing to share with us any of like just a little bit more about what those things are? No, that might make it worse. So no. Okay, got it. Um, well, then tell me a little bit about uh about for your your goals in terms of your your brain and and like how you manage the thoughts that come into your mind. Are there any other strategies that you're working on right now that feel new? Like when you, when you work with the people in your life, well, let me ask you this first. Sorry to, (laughs) let me make a more clear question. Are there people in your life who help you learn to manage your thoughts? Yes. My mom, my dad, Mm -hmm. my psychologist, Mr. David Callis, Mm -hmm. my, my, my friends, I don't know my doctor's name, Dr. Sanar. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I talk to them on some stuff and they give me advice, meds, suggestions, and all that That's stuff. That's great. So you have some professionals in your life who have some experience and who who are on your side. Yes, and my sister too. I can't forget about her. No, we can't forget about Lizzie because she's got your back. Yep. Um. So tell us, Sean, like for those people who are in your life who are helping you out, are there any things that you're working on right now that are new that aren't easy yet, but that you're trying to get better at? I don't remember, honestly. Okay. But I can tell you guys that there will be some hard stuff coming your way. Don't be surprised. If some hard stuff comes our way? Yeah. Like what kind of hard stuff? Like new challenges, new changes, new all that stuff. And is that true for everybody? Yes. Okay. So is that the kind of stuff that is can be hard for you sometimes is new changes, new challenges? Of course. Okay. But that's what you're working on. Yes. Awesome. All right. Well, let's take a quick break. Thank okay. you. Okay. The Wayfaring Band is not a rock and roll band, are we, Faith? Mm-mm. So what type of band are we? We are a band of travelers. Travelers, right. So the Wayfaring Band takes original, transformative adventures that include adults with and without cognitive and developmental disabilities. But anybody can come on a trip with us, right, Faith? Yes. Like who? Everybody. Like everybody? Yes. Well, as long as they're a grown-up. Yes. They have to be a grown-up because we work with adults. Well, an adult... Everybody. An adult everybody. So if you're an adult everybody, you're welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour. If you're a caregiver, a student, a teacher, a professional, an activist, an interested adult everybody community member, all of you are welcome to join the Wayfaring Band on tour and experience our culture of inclusion firsthand. Be a part of it. How can they learn more, Faith? Learn more at www.thewayfaringband.com. All right. Welcome back. We are still here. Uh, everybody in podcast, we are in the middle of interviewing our friend, Sean Hodson. So, Sean, thanks so much for answering all of our questions thus far. You're welcome. Appreciate it very much. Um, all right. I've got a few more questions in store for you, and I know Faith might have some as well. So you ready to get, get started again? Of course. Okay. So I want to talk about love and relationships. And my question for you, Sean, is how do you feel about love? I have been dating before, so yes, I've enjoyed being in love, but for right now I'm single. I'm still working for a new soulmate, and you get the point. Yeah. And so when you think about your future and you envision, you know, your your kind of ideal your goals for yourself in terms of love. What do you imagine? What What do you hope for? Me find a girl of my taste, and whether it's at his program or whatever, and spend a life of eternal with her in the future. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you say a girl of your tastes, what are your tastes? What What kind of personality traits do you think would be a good fit for you? Gorgeous color hair and gorgeous <laughs> color eyes. Good mm-hmm. taste in music. Good taste in movies, mm-hmm. funny sense of humor, someone that will set me off, which is, you get the point, but I'm not going to go there. Okay. Anyway, and of course, of course, lost similarities within her and me, 
Lots of what? Similarities. Okay. And of course, uh, Karenis and other and other and much much more to that. Being caring. Yes. Okay. And and courtesy to most people. That's not oh, cool. That's nice. Not a cool thing. Uh, oh my gosh, I love that one. I'm adding that one to my list. <laughs> courtesy to most people. Listen up, everybody. Is that on your list? Because it should be. A little courtesy would go a long way, doesn't it, Sean? Yeah. That's awesome. So when you imagine your your future love um, and being together, I mean, by the way, I love what you said about gorgeous colored hair. Because for our listeners, they don't necessarily know, but Sean has gorgeous colored hair. It is this brilliantly golden red like deep orange shiny i mean you look like you're a flame of power of course (laughs) power is important power is important and so is love um everyone deserves a soulmate including people with special needs boom there's the quote for the podcast (laughs) yep (laughs) it's so true um and sean you know because i'm single uh, faith is not, but I am, and I can relate to that. What does it feel like to you to be single? Mm, not bad. I prefer, I prefer to date girls. I prefer to date. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's, that's actually a good sum up of, of the experience. Not bad, but you know, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to be with somebody. Um, okay. And then let's, let's talk a little bit about about uh your like jobs and housing can you tell us a little bit about your life like where do you live who do you live with and then we'll talk about jobs okay i live in lakes lakewood or lakeside i think what's called i don't know what's called again but i live in a, oh that's the name of your housing complex yeah okay. the, uh-huh. i live in a, with an apartment with my roomie nestor who is mexican okay nice and, and it's just the two of you guys yes cool and what's your relationship with Nestor? Is he just a friend or does he help you out with stuff? He helps me out with stuff. He He's a good friend and he helps me out with cool stuff. Right on. That's like cool. Like cooking, like cooking, fixing the TV, fixing my bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And call, help call, calling my parents and stuff for help and info. Nice. Okay. And like may, maybe remembering to take meds and things like that? Of course. Yes. Okay. Important. And how did you find Nestor? Mom introduced me to him when I was having dinner with her grandpa and him one time, and he and I got, ver- got along very well. Well, that's nice. It does help if you like the person you're living with. It would not be fun if you didn't, would it? Right. What are some of the qualities about Nestor that you like the best? He's awesome. He's good driver. He's really smart. He's pretty awesome, and I hope he can help us out with the band one time. That would be an interesting idea. Can I go back? I just want to ask you about when you said uh, that he's Mexican. Um, what are some of the things about his cultural heritage that that you value? Can you talk about um, what you what you like about that? Because I know that's on your mind that that he's a Mexican American. Okay, so he was born here in Denver, but he he spent the beginning half of it, then he moved to Mexico, spent most of his life there. He was. Mostly Mexico, but then he come back here to, came back here to spend some, came back here to you know, and he would just, it's a lot of, it's a long story. Mom yeah, knows he's him lived, more. Well, and he's lived in in both countries. It sounds like, and and has maybe family and friends in both places. Um, but what is what is it that interests you about that? Like, do you like that he has experiences that are a little different from your own? 
Yes. And the band is not just for traveling in the United States, not just the United States, right? The Wayfaring Band? Yes. You're right. We, we travel outside of the country as well. Yes. We should do more European, Asian countries and other stuff. <laughs> that's a good future. idea. Well, it's very interesting. And, and that's what I kind of thought. That's why I wanted to ask you about Nestor about that, because I think, I mean, you've traveled a lot to Belize and to other places. And I know that you actually, you're really interested in other cultures. Is yes, that right? Of course. And it's not just the United States that has disability, disabled people. It's just not just the United States, everybody, everywhere in the world. That's right. That's like, very true. Like, like the United Kingdom, China, mm-hmm. Germany, India, mm-hmm. Canada, everywhere, not mm-hmm. just the United States. Right. We're more alike than we are different. That is for sure. <laughs> Have you ever met someone who has a disability who is from another country? Well, I did once at TJ. His name's Oliver. I didn't understand. At Thomas Jefferson, your old high school? Yes. Okay. I didn't understand at first, but then after a while, I understand him very well. And this Nettery and my paras are are. Help me to understand what you're paraprofessionals, the Paris. people who help out in your classroom. Yes. And with Oliver, what country was he from? I think he speaks he speaks Spanish, so I think sometime somewhere in Spanish. I don't know though. Somewhere where they speak Spanish. So yes. maybe Latin America or somewhere. Um that's cool. And and was that interesting or eye opening, um illuminating for you to meet someone from who speaks another language? At first, I didn't under- don't understand, but now I think I pretty do, so kind of, yeah. Cool. Faith, have you ever met anyone with a disability from another country? No. No? Would you like to? I would. One thing that's kind of cool, a couple years ago, we went to the Special Olympic World Games. They well, were held in Los Angeles, and we met people from all over the world who have disabilities, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. What else did you want to say? Well, I was going to say, like, I know somebody... From an, another culture. Um, but she's a volunteer like I am from my dad's um, shelter. But I think her name is Sophie. Um, but she's from Germany. Oh, cool. And she so. works at the homeless shelter where your dad works? Yes. Nice. It's good. I mean, I've learned a lot. Like I shared with her um, about my sister being born there. So. Oh, that's right. Because your dad was military, right? So your sister was yeah. born on on a German military base, right? Yeah, very cool. Um, well, that's exciting, and I'm I'm glad that Nestor is in your life, Sean. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty understanding. Yeah. So that's your living situation. Let's talk a little bit about um about any jobs that you might have. Yes, I I do have some jobs and volunteering stuff. Okay. I work with Sample Support on Mondays along with Molly and the other people that work work there and stuff at Crystal Joys with Sample Support. So Sample Supports is an agency that you work with and you go to different places and work with them? I just work at the office that's with Crystal Joys and clean and sometimes organize fruits and all that stuff. And do you get paid for that job? Of course. Why not? Of course. He (laughs) says, why not? May we all pay attention. Um, yes, I think it's great that you get paid for work. Uh, and so how do you get paid? Do you get a check? Does it go directly into your bank account? I think it goes directly into my bank account. My mom knows more about it than I do, so you might want to ask her. Sure. Do you know how much you get paid? No. Okay. How does it feel to get paid for your job? Amazing. I get to have more money, buy more stuff, and everything. 
And what do you do with your money when you get it? I spend it on stuff and save some of it. Cool. What kind of stuff do you spend it on? I sometimes get some snacks and maybe something something to buy, like at like a shirt or something sometimes. Yeah, souvenirs or just kind of like cool stuff. And you also spend it on travel sometimes when you come on trips, right? Yes. Nice. Um, and what other jobs do you have? I also volunteer at Same Cafe some on Wednesdays. So Same Cafe uh, is an acronym, and it means so all may eat, and it's a pay-what-you-can cafe, right? All right. So people can go and eat there, and they can pay what they can afford? Of course, buddy. Awesome, buddy. Nice. On Fist bump. Not, not, <laughs> done, not, done yet, not done jobs quite yet. Okay, go ahead. Thursday, I volunteer at Max Fund with not just the cats. I do both cats and dogs now. I'm so into you having a job at uh, an Max, animal shelter. Max yeah. Fund. So that that sounds really good for you. You really love animals. Yeah, I right? care for me. My family care for them too. Can you explain what the folks of what Max Fund is? I mean, I think you might need to explain it to the folks because I'm not really that familiar. Max I, Max yeah. Fund Max Fund is a non-killing animal shelter and a an adoption place place for for cats and dogs and for people to get take. For them to take people to take care of them and find a new home. Well, perfect. I guess you didn't need my help at all. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> and, perfect. And there's one more volunteer place I go okay. to. On Fridays, I go to Grow House. Amazing. It's not a marijuana thing. Don't worry. Don't let the name confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny that you say that because I actually live very close to Grow House, so I know what it is, but you're right. Do a lot of people say that? A lot of people think it's about weed? Yeah, sometimes they do. Well, why don't you tell us what it is about? It's since actually it's, not it's actually a small building that where we that's like a small market that we gr- make and grow healthy food and a little bit of non healthy food and mostly healthy <laughs> food, mostly healthy food though. And <laughs> okay. we we stack stuff, we we support restore stuff and and we do a lot of healthiness and all that stuff. Me and Nicole. And maybe Alicia do that on Fridays. Can I add some other things about that as well? Yeah. So yeah, Grow House is a really cool organization that is based on the I-70 like highway corridor in Denver, which is a food desert, which means that there are no grocery stores in that area. And so Grow House um, teaches, I think, a lot of like permaculture classes and they have like a really neat uh, little market where people can come and buy produce and so it sounds like you help out there with kind of organizing and stacking and cleaning up maybe and just keeping them running. Of course. That's cool. That's a really neat. Dude, that's so close to my house. We'll of have course. to figure that's out how to cool. and meet up sometime. Um, awesome, Sean. Well, it sounds like you're busy. Of course. I'm growing up. Well, there you have it. So um, can I? Go for it, Faith. Okay. So Sean, can you tell me what you do with all those jobs? I'm 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 at West. I mean, I, I, I'm Saint Cafe and Saint Cafe. I I clean. Cl- I get the morning stuff, the restaurant stuff, like chairs and tables, and of course, I clean. And then we'll we'll have silverware for the people to come up, come and eat. At Max Fund, I play with the kitties and stuff, and walk the dogs, and do all that stuff, and then. And then, I'm at on Grow House. I, I, I stack foods and bins and shelters and bags and everything. 
and I clean up afterwards when we're done and think that and think that's it. So for the pets, um, do you also pick up some stuff just in case they need to use the bathroom? You uh, mean like clean up after the pets? Okay. Yeah. Uh so I no so far no because I don't I usually Nicole usually me and Nicole just just take care of them and do all that stuff with him and to get to maximum we have to take a class, which is a different story, which I might talk about later though. We can skip it. Okay. And is Nicole um like a job coach? She's a she's my one of my caregivers I have. Okay, cool. Well, I was also going to ask cuz I I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you Sean if you have a job coach. I think I might. I think I might. Yeah, Nicole's my caregiver. So So and, she helps and, you out with and, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and Alicia too. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So you don't have a job coach, but you have your caregiver to help you out. Of course, and so far I'm doing successful, being success successful at it. Nice. Okay. Um, Sean, I want to ask. We're we're getting close to wrap up time, but I wanted to just know, what do you think is your special gift? So if you're giving something to this world that nobody else is giving in the exact same way as you, what are you giving to this world? What is your special gift? My special gift is. Blessings and hilariousness and <laughs> careness and and memories to leave behind for the people to to reflect on and all that stuff. Mm, nice. And do you have any big dreams? I travel the world with you guys and find the next soulmate and have a future life with her. And and Morse and uh, and lots of other stuff, but those are the big pictures. Yes, that's awesome, Sean. Well, Sean, thank you so much. Do you? I want to give you a chance. Do you have any questions either for me or for Faith? Nope, not at all. <laughs> not even one. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm being serious. <laughs> okay, you're not interested in anything about this. Always happens, Faith. You don't have any questions for us at all, or okay. do you already nope. know everything you need to know? I know everything I need to know. I think. Okay. All well, right. Then that's it. That's it. We're, should we wrap it up, Faith? Well, I'm surprised. I know I ask you questions sometimes, but you really don't have any questions. Yeah, I think I might understand this mostly, I think. Well, that's a good point, though, Faith. So one one thing I think that, I'm, that makes me think of is just that sometimes in good conversation, a good rule of thumb is to ask questions to get to know each other in return, right? So why mm -hmm. don't we see if we can challenge you, Sean? Let's see if you can think of one question so that you can get to know either me or Faith better. Okay. Make I'm going to make this quick, though, because I have to exercise and get to my dad's. Got it. Okay. Okay. First off, how do you how do you two get up, get to set up a meeting like this? How do you two do that? Do you have to call some people and stuff? Go for it, Faith. Oh. Um. Yeah, um, well, usually Andrea just tells me who I'm going to do, so, so like, today I'm going to do Erica. Yeah, so we, but, we but made a you, list together, yeah, we right? Made we made a list, list of, of potential people that we wanted to interview, and then I, I kind of do a lot of the administrative work for scheduling, 
Yeah. So I figure out who on our list is available and then it helps set that up. And then I tell Faith which member of our list is going to be coming in for the interview. Um, so we do some phone calls and emails to, to schedule. Uh, and that's kind of, and then we have a sound engineer who helps us with editing and, and music. music and we've got a DJ who helps us with music and we had a board member who helped us produce. And so there are a lot of other people, even though there's only three of us in the sound booth, there are a lot of other people who help with the project. All right. That makes sense. All right. Thanks for having me on your interview. <laughs> He's well, thank down. you, Sean. Thank you so much, Sean, for coming. You are the coolest. I really appreciate you coming. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And ta-ta for now. Peace out. Bye. Everybody In is sound engineered by Karen Hibner with original music by The Dosage. It is produced by The Wayfaring Band, a Denver-based 501c3 nonprofit specializing in life skills and leadership training through travel for adults with and without disabilities. Be sure to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta for now.